Derek G was inside Yaqui's closet. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, downstairs, that room feels like daytime. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. brightest room I've ever been in. Oh, you got to see how you had it before. It was dope as f- with like like a galaxy shit. Well, it's, still, it's, still, it's still there when you turn the lights off and turn. It gets yeah, it's, it's dope. Blue Let me know when we're ready. Rolling, rolling. All right, let's do this. Good. Yeah. Good. Sporting touch of hands. Round number one. There's that fast dunk. I'm a no born in the Bronx, raising data. Been in the city since Pit had braids. Bahapanti parties, but I know how to sneak me out. Now it's seven figure meetings every day. We need a house. It's game time, the game's mine. You know the vibe. Welcome to another episode of Don't Blink Podcast. As always, I got the kid in the building. Oh, yeah, we in here, champ. Dog. Congratulations. I heard you are at Basel. Oh, my Being God. Being the artist that you are. Thank you, man. Yes, sir. Thank yes, you. Sir. Thank you. It was it was an amazing experience. Shouts out to Jay Ramirez. Shouts out to uh, Dab Day, uh, Tone Setter, and everybody that was out there hanging out creations, man. But That's we dope. don't get to that. That's we don't dope. get absolutely, to that. Thank absolutely. You, Today, I'm excited yes. for this show. Got a, not only a great friend of mine, he was my manager in boxing at one time. Yeah. He actually came up with the monster logo. Yes. You know, him and, and, and somebody else, we'll get into that. I'm wearing this hat. That's his also. Yeah. Uh, very creative dude. Very great dude. Very great person. My boy Derek G in the building. Wow. My Hell brother. yeah. Great yeah, to have yeah, you in yeah. the hot seat, dog. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. It was about time too. You know what I mean? Yeah, Derek no, G, absolutely. baby. This legend right here. Yeah. We need the thing is we needed to, you know, we needed to figure out what up. we're doing. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. To, to get Derek G on. <laughs> Good to have you on, my brother. Oh, thank you, man. Congrats on 100 episodes. Thank you so thank much, you, man. man. Thank you. Thank I you. haven't seen you since you moved to the new hood. Yeah. To fatherhood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations on that, too, thank dog. You, yeah. Appreciate yeah, it. Hell yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, how have you been, man? Good, bro. Busy. Yeah. Um, low key. Good. Very, very low key. You've always been low key. And just kind of working in the background. When yeah. you see me, you see me. But, <laughs> you know, if I'm on, is he getting paid or <laughs> He's like a double seven. <laughs> He's out. <laughs> Did you no. see him? No, I think that was him. Yeah, 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 yeah. My bro, um, and what's new with life, man? Who who you working with now? Um, still doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes. Um, not too many, not working with too many artists, but working more corporate, a lot more corporate okay. stuff. Kind of handling content teams for a lot of stuff. We did a lot of cool stuff for Basel, working nice. with Meta, working with SoundCloud. So just kind of, I guess, graduated to corporate. That's dope. You know? Corporate checks are good checks. <laughs> you're dealing with people, people spending other people's money, so <laughs> yeah. it's a different animal. Exactly, for sure. My bro, on Don't Blink, we like to uh, highlight the guests, man, and we like to start from the beginning. Um, you know, everybody pretty much that that at least knows about you, knows you were, you're a highly a cat through mm-hmm. and through. So let's start from the beginning, man. Born and raised. Born and raised in Miami-Dade County. Um, I was actually born in Mount Sinai on the beach. Okay. I lived in the Springs till I was three. Miami Springs, yeah. right by the airport, in little gym. Little East Hialeah over there. South Hialeah. <laughs> but, uh, and then moved to Hialeah where my mom still lives down on the west side, west of the Palmetto. And, you know, that's where I grew up. I went to Jose Marti. I went to Goldman. went to Ben Shepard. So I'm from that area. Yeah, yeah. straight Hialeah. Yeah. And no, it's dope. You see uh, a lot of like pro athletes wearing the Hialeah. Uh, a lot of baseball players. Yeah, a lot you know, of we bred a lot of baseball players. Yeah, Hialeah for sure. Oh, that thing took off when they yeah. dropped that. Absolutely. Uh, and no, no, and yeah, of course, Hialeah breeds a lot of uh, a lot of baseball players. Come yeah. out of Hialeah. 
It's the Cuban uh, melting pot over there. I think we have, I think, like, it was either, in, I forgot who I was talking to, I think, like, 13 right now in the MLB. Yeah. They're all from Hialeah. And they yeah. get farmed out to different schools, but they're all Hialeah kids. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what a blessing, dog, to be a Hialeah kid, and all of a sudden you get 100 million bucks to, mm-hmm. <laughs> to play we ball. Have a, we have a Yankee yeah. player right now. Yeah? Think about it. Like oh, that. yeah, yeah. I did see that. I, I actually, what, what was it? It was the playoffs when the Yankees were mm-hmm. in. And I happened to look dude up because I was like, man, this dude, look, like, the name, this looks like a Miami dude. And I looked him up, sure enough, highly a Miami dude. He's got highly on his glove, too. Does he? That's yeah. dope. That's dope, man. Oh, yeah. So, all right. So, Goldman, when, in Goldman, were you already kind of, like, uh, into taking pictures? Were you doing that at that oh, time? Oh, I've been trying to get into photography since middle school, and I would always pick it as an elective, and they never gave it to me. No shit. The closest thing I got to anything with production, in ninth grade, I got TV production, and we're still working VHSs. Oh, yeah, Back yeah. in 99, so. Yeah. Uh, that's the closest I ever got to any kind of schooling with photography. Yeah. So Damn, we got we got to write a letter to the teachers and shit on them. <laughs> <laughs> well, not even. Yeah. I mean, it's, maybe yeah. they would have taught me stuff and I would have not liked it. Right. So right. You know, right. maybe you life know. experience took yeah. it the way I had to. You know. So. Yeah. Hey, and um, Goño, my bad. <laughs> hey, I was thinking about the, the photography in, in middle school. So you said you did the the, the TV and production shit because mm-hmm. I remember they had that in, when I was in high school. They had a lot of that too, and um, and you were in car clubs also. Yeah, I was in a car club. Uh, individuals, they're based out of LA. I was the youngest member in the world at one point. Oh shit! Yeah, they were an international club. Uh, chapters in Japan, all over the place. I don't remember exactly which one, but I was. They used to call me Jit. <laughs> so I was literally the youngest member in the world at one point, but uh, that was back. And I've always been a car guy since I was, you know, yeah. before I even had a car. But uh, like I used to have the little ride Cadillac with hydraulics and all that stuff when I was younger. But yeah, I was always hanging on the parking lot in school. I was, I was, I always skipped, but not illegally. I had every pass, every program <laughs> that lets you leave school legally yeah. and come back in and out. So I would do it the right way. That's dope. Did you ever get into like building cars? I don't know why. It sounds like I got an echo in here, bro. Sounds better now. Better, yeah, better yeah. now. You ever get into like building? Uh, I mean, I've always like been involved with all my car builds. Right. You know, big car yeah, guy. Yeah, I remember that. So um, necess- I went to school. So part of my part of my program actually, it's where I, I and I remember it very vividly because it's when nine eleven happened. Yeah. Uh, I used to go half the day from Goldman to uh, Miami Lakes Tech, and I used to do instead of uh, electives in school is body shop. Oh, nice. So I thought I was like, oh, I'm going to work in the car industry. I love cars, and I wanted to paint cars and custom paint cars. But then, like, what schooling does that I don't like is that they teach you, like, you want to get here, but they start you here. Right. And it's like three years before you get here. And that whole process, like, I don't I don't care about none of this. I just want to get here. Right, right, right. And that was, like, my biggest pet peeve. So I ended up dropping out of that. And then, uh, funny enough, I was able to get work experience where I could leave school early. And I had all my credits, so I was able to leave after second period. So I literally go to school for an hour and a half. And then go to work. And my job was at a body shop, but I didn't start work till 4.30. So I would leave a second period, and then I would have the whole day to do whatever I wanted. <laughs> and then awesome. I would go to work after school anyway. So That's awesome. it, was like a, it was like a great transition out of that. But I thought, you know, the goal was, oh, I'm going to work on cars, but it's too hot in Florida. It's yeah. too hot in Miami to do that for a living. So props to all the guys that do that every day, you know. I agree. Like, the passion's there, but the paycheck, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, a lot of pena for me, at least. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I need an air conditioning yeah. auto shop, dog. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and uh, I remember when we first started working together, too, you had you had done something with Lincoln. You had a, you had a dope-ass Lincoln. You had so a- Lincoln dropped the new Continental, and I wanted it, and I was on them from before it came out, and I was able to do something with them. I teamed up with Metro Raps, which is family, and Boston nice. Wheels, which they're based out here, and their family as well. I told them I had done uh, Chevy Impala with them in the past, and they liked how I did all the PR with it. So when I was like, hey, I'm going after Lincoln now. You guys want in? They were like, yo, let's do it. We actually went to the Lincoln dealership in Lincoln Doral, and we were able to work something out where I was the first person in Florida to get a car that wasn't uh, pre, uh, 
I guess, pre-requested. Like, everybody had pre-orders. Right, right. I was the first one. And funny enough, I actually got a car that belonged to somebody else before Yo, they I got it. I was going to say, you took somebody's car. <laughs> Basically, they were like, hey, look, they don't know the car's here. Just take this one, and we'll get another one next week for them, and they don't yeah, have to know. That's awesome. But the uh, first modified Lincoln Continental in the world. Yeah. Recognized by Lincoln and everything. Damn, that's awesome. Wow. Yeah, so same thing with the Impala. So funny enough, with the Impala was the first modified Chevy Impala. It was a 2014 Impala. And it was the first modified one in the world, like recognized by Chevrolet. Which one was the 2014 Impala? Was that the, that's the, the one that style? that was the matte black one I had with the gold wheels on one oh, side yeah. and black that's wheels right. on the that's other? Right. That's, that's right. That's that right. one, yeah. Yeah, that's Flavor Flav over here with Derek G. <laughs> you know so, what I mean? uh, all right, my bro. And um, you, uh, did you go to college at all? Nah, no. I actually didn't go to college. Well, the school Follow of your passion. On the Follow your passion. Bro, funny enough, I actually, I always want, I always do that I want to be able to be flexible and not be stuck somewhere. And I actually went to NST, which doesn't exist anymore. It's a National School of Technology. I remember that. And I took wow. massage therapy. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Wow, yeah. that was Seuss. Yeah. And then um, I ended up messing up my shoulder at a job I had beforehand, but I never knew how bad my shoulder was messed up until I started going to school where I was always complaining about my shoulder. Mm. I went and got a, an MRI done and turned out I had tendonitis of the left shoulder. Okay. So I didn't, they were like, yo, if you keep doing massage, you're going to, right, right, your arm's going to fall off. Yeah, of course. So I never even took the state exam. I oh, took the, you're not getting that not right. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> I never ended up taking the state exam. So it's just, I took that, I did the schooling and it was what it was. But yeah. then photo was something I was already kind of just doing for fun. Right. And I mean, like I said, I was always at the car stuff and, you know, it just worked out the way it worked out. And and, and what was it like, you know, what was it that, that what was that moment that took you from like just taking pictures yeah. and doing a car thing to like, you know, becoming actual Derek G and having because you were the first person I remember even before we even knew each other. You were like, you got a ton of followers on Instagram. You had all the beautiful women all from South Florida taking dope pictures and, and yeah. you're doing dope content. Like I remember you did something with McDonald's with like a Happy Meal. Yeah. And you so so when was that like transition? Well, it really happened. I used to work at Palmetto Hospital. That was my last job. Damn. It was 2006. Donald works everywhere. <laughs> yeah. That was 2006. That was my last actual like physical nine. Like it was a it wasn't a nine to five, but it was my 40 hour a week job. And um, that place back then was kind of like a shit show. So like, as long as as long as you were there and you did what you had to do, they were kind of cool. So I used to bring my laptop to work all the time, and I would work on stuff that I was doing on the side. And mind you, everybody there was viejos and stuff. So like, they were like, in, they were like, oh, interested in what I was doing. I was one of the younger guys there. And uh, one day, one of my nurse managers grabs me and takes me to the back office, and she's like, "Look, I'm only telling you this because I have a son your age, and I would hope that someone would tell him this. Uh, don't get stuck here." And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, a lot of people come and work here thinking that this is like a stepping stone or something else. And, you know, nursing will, like, will swallow you up. Like, don't get stuck here. And mind you, I wasn't a nurse. I was, uh, they call it a, a unit secretary or a, a unit clerk. Basically, you're the person that would be like, hey, can you send my nurse? Can you send the nurse to the room? Like, the yeah. friend you complain to, maybe uh, there with a tie or, like, a suit. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she's like, don't get stuck here. People get stuck here. I said, all right, cool. I went home. I spoke to my old girl. We talked about it. The next day, I showed up with my two weeks' notice. I gave it to her. She's like, what's this? I was like, my two weeks. She's like, wow, you took it seriously. I was like, you know better than I do. You're the yeah. big dog, and you're yeah. telling me don't get stuck here? You're the source. So yeah. I bounced, and I never looked back. That was 2006. That's awesome. Like eight, 16 wow. years ago. What would you do right after that? I was already kind of in and out, like, on certain set. No, I'm lying. I wasn't on set yet. I was doing some sets, but I was booking a lot of cars to be on set. So I was understood that game. Back then, it was MySpace. So, like... No one cared about taking pictures on set, right. so like they would encourage it because no one had like proof that they were on set. So everybody was real cool with me shooting. And then back then there used to be a barbershop on Biscayne that uh, I met the owners, and they were like, "Hey, you know, 
yeah, we'll give you the freedom to do whatever you want. I just need you to be here to open and close. I said, all right, cool, perfect. So as long as I was there to open and I was there to close, you could do whatever you needed to do. So it was the freedom that I needed. There was a fixed amount every week. Wow. And part of my dues, I had to collect rent from everybody. And from the rent, I pulled my money out and leave the rest in an envelope. So I was like, easy. Like, I knew my money was guaranteed. I can kind of plan my life around that and still do what I had to do. And mind you, I was still living at home. The only thing is, like, obviously driving from Hialeah to Biscayne Boulevard was a hell of a drive. But, you know, you got to thug it out. And whatever, I did that. And I started, I would run errands for the owner. And one day he's like, yo, um, go drop this off at the beach. And they always took the 195 because they wanted to be in and out. I would take the 395 because I like I like the view. Yeah. One day I'm driving, I'm going over the bridge, and I see him watching. I see a bunch of trailers. I see like a yellow Lambo from the bridge. I was like, oh, let me see what that is. So I go, I pull over. They're filming We Taking Over for oh, Khaled. Shit, nice. Aye, aye, so aye, I had my aye. camera. So I just jumped out. I took a couple of pictures, and then I dip. I ran my errand, and I went back to the shop. And I told the owners, I was like, oh, they're filming, you know, this video there. Like, oh, who's there? I was like, oh, I saw Bumby, I saw Akon, Khaled. Um, cool and Dre were there And they're like Oh we know Akon I was like Fuck it Y'all wanna go back Let's ride And so we went back And I was able to get A lot more shots And whatever We got to hang out <laughs> I see this tall white dude there And I have no idea Who he is But I see him talking To everybody Whatever And he happens to be In a bunch of my pictures yeah. Crazy shit is I'm on Facebook On MySpace And you know how I would recommend Certain people right. And I was like Yo that was the dude That was on set Turns out it's Gil Green. Nice. Yeah. So then I just send him the photos, and I'm like, hey, I happen to pop into your set. Here are a couple photos I got of you or whatever. I send him, oh, cool, man. If you're ever around, say, what's up? Like two weeks later, um, another mentor of mine happened to hit me up. Is this dude Judd Allison that I had met him, which was Gil's partner. Oh, um, I know Judd that owns 305. Yeah, Toe Jam. Uh, he owns yeah, Toe Jam. Jam. Toe Jam, yeah, I know Judd. He hits me up. He's like, yo, I need like 40 cards for a music video. So I, you know, I lined up the cards for them, whatever. The cars went to set. I just showed up to kind of, like, make sure the cars were there or whatever. And I said, oh, who's directing? He's like, oh, Gil Green is. I'm like, oh, shit, where's he at? So I walk over and I introduce myself. And he's like, oh, man, do you have an average camera? I'm like, yes, yeah, in the car. He's like, oh, do you want to take some pictures? I'm like, sure. He's like, oh, if anybody says anything, you're here with me. Bro, and then that's how I got on set. And then I started, you know, I would get booked. I would always be booked for cars or get booked to book cars. And I would always bring my camera. And then one day he's like, hey, look, we don't need cars, but do you want to just come in and do behind the scenes? And I'm like, all right, cool. And that kind of escalated into like, all right, the car guy and the behind the scenes guy. And then you're shooting on set. Everybody wants pictures. So I start taking pictures of the girls on set. And then that's how I start building my network with the girls. I'll go to another video. It's like, damn, we need like three video girls. You know anybody? I was like, oh, actually, I do. Nice. So I start texting them. I was like, hey, you want to be in a video? It's all the girls that were in the other video. So I know they're down for that. So and that's how I started. So I became, I would triple dip on sets. I would get paid to do behind the scenes. I'd get paid for the cars and I would middleman, like, I would broker the girls. So it was just like I was eating on every video set. So. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah, that's that's awesome, and it's a it's a great way to get your start, dog. You just like you really just you know put yourself in the in the right situation. And, and, and yeah, and being out. prepared for sure. Oh yeah, exactly. Definitely Damn. being prepared. Yeah, so he was at work with the camera already. He was like, yeah, if anything happens, well, I'll snap it. Yeah, that's how it was before. I mean, at yeah. the same time, there wasn't like I don't say there was no competition, but. Like, it wasn't a thing. It wasn't a yeah. hustle yet. Right. It was an art form. I mean, it's still an art form to me, but, like, now a lot of people see it as a hustle, and they're not wrong because there is opportunity, you know what I mean? Yeah. I just I've come from. I just came right now from shooting Tyler Hero, and uh, there was a kid there. I introduced myself. He goes, oh, I know who you are. You're a legend. My boy that I'm with, Juice, he's like, nice. oh, he's like, he slid into homies' DMs, and that's how he got to work, and it's, it's you know, it's first come, first serve. You hustle, and you show, you come through, and you prove it. 
you do anything. You know what I mean? You know that firsthand. Yeah, you, yeah, both yeah, of y'all know yeah, that firsthand. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? So and uh, and you you really um no, but you really like did it in in, in a in a dope way. You know what I mean? By by actually you know showing face and, and mm. putting yourself out there and doing that. You know what I mean? Because that's that, not a lot of people take that step. I think what it was is my branding was big. A lot of people don't understand brand or they don't understand themselves as a brand. I think that was like a big thing, putting my signature on everything. Right. And people didn't know. I didn't. I hid my face for a long time. I wouldn't show who I was, but I would wear a jacket or a hoodie. And then people would like be, even be scared, like, yo, are you so-and-so? Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, you know. But then it would be great when I would, like, the first time I ever interviewed Drake, I introduced myself, like, hey, I'm, you know, I need a drop. And he's like, if you ever see an old clip, he's like, oh, you know, when you see that red and that black and you see that signature, you know, it's legit. So yeah. I was like, oh, he knows who I am. But mind you, this is 2009. But at least I was like, all right, cool. This kid from Canada knows who I am. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, we didn't know. Who he, noise. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, you know, people are paying attention and whatnot. And even I used to do a if you watch my old videos, you would hear like an airplane sound yeah. when my signature would come out. And funny enough, a story from a girl I went to high school with says one time she was walking through her house and she hears the airplane sound. She went back to look at it and she just, just confirms her little brother was watching one of my videos on YouTube. Oh, no, yeah. shit. So she's like, she's like yeah. awesome. you know, so just the tying in and, and the branding aspect, I think, was something that I guess most photographers are out here like trying to come up. You know, you obviously had your OGs like a Jonathan Mannion that's, you know, did, you know, all the Jay-Z covers and stuff like that. But, you know, I guess from the young guys, from the new generation, there wasn't really anybody building a brand right you know what i mean and my whole thing behind the signature was you know to me that was my art so the way an artist signs their paintings i would sign my photos right. that's yeah. where that came up from you know what i mean so yeah i got a ton of Derek g photos dog i'll be in action uh but you were saying like you you weren't like you know you weren't the first one to do it but uh i think you were the first one kind of doing creating content in a time when content wasn't what it is now you know what i mean mm-hmm. when, now content is king and everybody's out there with a camera yeah. and doing you know whatever they can do but uh you were you were kind of doing it before that time i think what helped a lot i mean is the subject matter and what i mean by that is like you know being on set was a big thing and no one was getting behind the scenes you know a lot of people were focused more on getting the shot of the artist versus getting the shot of the people taking pictures of the artist and when it became behind the scenes you know everybody felt better all the behind the scenes guys all the dps and the directors were happy to be like oh there's someone taking pictures of us working so there was like a welcoming to me like they knew if i came on they were going to get pictures of them working everyone else that came was just trying to get the celebrity of course so then you got to take care of the people who allow you on set you know uh, Tom Marvel, one of my mentors, he's a big DP. He's, he did still DRE. Like, he's a big dog. Damn. He was the only DP, and he told me I'm the, that I was the only person ever to ever sit on his dolly with him, which is the dolly. He's like, what, they move them back and forth. He would literally tell them, put another chair for me so I can get my shots. Like, because he knew that I, I would cover their ass and make sure that all the workers got their photos of them on set because if they pull out their phone, they would get in trouble or, like, it's not professional. So at least I would come in and, you know, make sure that they all got oh. their shots, like all the guys that are in the back end that really make it happen. So, like, that was a good avenue, too, for me. Absolutely. That's, that's badass, bro. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, how did you get the McDonald's gig? Well, no, that was just me having fun. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, was your, that was your own yeah, thing? Yeah, that was just me having fun. And, you know, we did the billboard. It was Basel 2013 when I was like, yo, I'm going to invest and I'm going to do this billboard. And we did it. It was an abandoned building, which is now it changed, but it used to be Concrete Brewery on 24th. Yeah. They had bought it, but they were still building it out. So the building was still like ransacked on the outside. So I just told my guy, yo, bolt it onto that building. So if somebody comes, it's not on my building. And we did it. And um, I got note from um, a security guy that happened to be on a job across the street. And he's like, yo, the head of McDonald's is a client of mine. 
and he saw it. Somebody, it got to him that he saw it, and he smiled. He, he laughed about it. No, Story. I don't know how accurate right, that is, right, but right. I don't know why someone would just run up to me and tell me that. It's better that than a cease and desist yeah. letter. So. Yeah, yeah. But, but good thing about cease and desist, at least I know they saw it too. Right, right. That's, yeah, true. So. that's true. That, that'll be, that'll be, like, yeah, yeah. That'll be for sure. I would have framed it. it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, and I know you've always been big into like collecting shit too. But yeah, yeah. I'm a hoarder. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I love old Miami stuff. I mean, yeah. you see, this is original, uh, you know. You had the vintage store. Store for a while yeah so i mean still do it now we're yeah. just doing more pop-ups um i'm actually gonna be on camp i'm gonna be at um tomorrow just doing all um vintage oh, for the nice. students That's so nice. shout out to my boy jay from tacos and tattoos letting me do the pop-up over there you know another miami guy super you know super legit you know it's hard to find it sucks but it's so hard to build with people down here like the animosity and the insecurities down here suck and you know so when you do find people here that you know understand and get you. it that want yeah. to help that want to build because at the end of the day helping is Doing somebody a favor. Building is you both are putting it in because you guys understand the benefit. So I'm not. I'm never looking for no one to help me. I'm always looking to build with people. I mean, even when we worked together, it was more of a building opportunity. Something new for me. It was something that helped you. And like, look, you're still rocking the Mustang. So it's happy to me. It's happy for me. And you know, we teamed up with Fricks to execute that. I sat with Fricks on the computer and we knocked it out. And every time I see it on you, it's like, all right, dope. He's still rocking with it. You know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a I must. Tell, it's you know, a must, right nah, there. I tell everybody, you and Fricks, you know, came up with this, and it was it was amazing. It was like the first thing they showed me. I was like. I love it talking. Yeah. Like, yeah. Around with it. And then they made you made that 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 video where like the letters come down. There's like a, yeah. somebody growling, uh, an yeah. animal growling. Yeah, yeah the reveal right there. Yeah. Me and Derek went to we went to Italy Italy. together. Badass, badass fight in Milan, Italy. Yeah. <sighs> uh, uh, ran into my friend Axel out there. Remember Axel? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. And then we went to uh, Colombia too. We, we had a good time in Colombia. No, Mexico. Was it Mexico? Yeah, we no, we went to Colombia too. Yeah, we were. Hey, we was touring the world, Derek. We were touring the world. We were the world, beating up yeah. people and taking pictures. Yeah, yeah. yeah. in Mexico. Yeah, and man, then we yeah. did Mexico with Playa Carmen, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Playa Carmen, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that was a that was a cool fight that day. I too. forgot about Colombia. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, and uh, and what do you what are you working on now, man? I know you just Bro, said you just came from something. Basil, yeah. Basil was like my last. Yeah, how was that? that? I was on insane. Yeah, insane. We got to work with SoundCloud. Uh, I was brought in to help curate. Uh, Super Cindy yeah, hosted Super the Cindy, event, yeah, so yeah, I yeah. actually I watched this I watched the Cindy episode yesterday. Awesome. So uh, saw yeah. me rip it. You saw me rip it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You got in the cipher. I saw it. You feel me? We did. Uh, we did great, man. It was a lot of hard work. Yeah. Shout out to Joey Lawrence and Rami over there at SoundCloud. You know they got me involved, and you know I was with them four months. I think before the event, just kind of wow. like curating everything and making sure that we made it like our true Miami experience. You know, we brought the donks out, nice. um, you know, host. I mentioned to them, like, if you're going to get a host for like the concert, I was like, like someone like a Super Cindy yeah. would be great. And I guess they ran with it because awesome. they ended up booking her. You know what I mean? So um, that was dope. We did the uh, portrait studio. Denny's did like a sound booth where people can come and record. They got a, a BB involved with Circle House. Oh, nice. So he lined uh-huh. up all the producers for it. So it was dope, man. It was a real dope event with them. And then um, second year that I get a... Uh, now they're meta. But back last year they were Instagram, so now they're you know Facebook is meta now. Right. So second year in a row that we got them as a client, and we're basically shooting Instagram content for Instagram. So I built the whole team for them. Um, brought my boy Jay out uh, for a, a meta thing at Oasis as well. So it was good. Dog Juice was there too. So you know it was cool because it's like they're breaking bread <laughs> with me, and I'm able to break bread with my friends, and you know give them work and like awesome. get them involved in stuff. And one of my biggest pet peeves of Basil is that they kick out a lot of Miami artists and like a lot of locals because they want to bring everybody in and give space for the international artists, right. which I understand. 
But, uh, you know, one of my biggest fights with them has always been like, you know, give us a street, give us an avenue, give us somewhere where we can shine and share with the rest of the world, you know? So I'm just happy to be able to like connect the dots and, you know, break bread with everybody from the crib. Yeah, and you've always been big on that. You've always been big but pushing on pushing Miami, which yeah. is which is great, dog. And we know we love you for that. Um you said you just came from shooting Tyler Hero. Yeah, we were actually shooting Tyler Hero today for PSD, uh the underwear company. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh yeah. we did like a little surprise thing where um basically we're interviewing people about the product and then he came out and would like I say, I'm gonna let my boy take a picture of you real quick and he'll come out with a camera covering his face. Oh, he's happens to be a really tall photographer. <laughs> and then, you know, they would freak out and whatnot. And we just came from doing that. And uh, now nah, it was cool, man. Like, it's just that's the second time, second time I get to work with him. We did a uh, shoot with him with PSD a few, it's over a year ago now. But uh, yeah, it's cool. It's just being able to work with different people uh, in different walks of life, you know just through different avenues. I've worked with PSD for many years and obviously as they keep growing and that's the thing is you say face with certain people as they grow, they're going to remember that. So yeah. I became their Miami guy. Anything, anytime anything happens in Miami, they call me up and they line it up with me and you know, the, I handle it. I'm at a point now where like, I guess I'm a local producer for a lot of these companies where it's like, instead of having to hire somebody and fly somebody down to kind of, I guess babysit, right. they just like, yo, just get Derek, Derek will handle it, you know, and then the client will fly in or sometimes they don't even fly in. They'll just be like, yo, put me on a zoom or just call me when you're done. Dope. And it's great. That's the, they're not over your shoulder. They're not on you. Right, right. You know, they understand that I'm not going to fuck up. Like, I want to keep, I want you guys to keep coming back. So I'm not going to fuck yeah. up. So. And, and with the creative, you come up with the creative for the, for the shoots? It depends. Like today was the, the whole, the whole um, surprise factor was like the main factor, but they had like these whole lines that they wanted to do. And then I was like, yo, I have an extra camera there. And I actually happened to be uh, with Gil and Judd at the Miami Heat intro shooting. And Tyler walked in with a disposable camera, and he was just shooting his life yeah. with the camera. So when I remember that, I was like, hey, look, I actually saw Tyler not too long ago, and he was taking pictures himself, so why don't we give him the camera? And when he walked in, they offered him, and they said, yeah, I love that idea. So, so you know, I could have stayed quiet, we could have gone on this thing, and maybe he would have not been as excited to do it. But because it was something that I peeped that he did on his own, and, you know, it was something that he was passionate about. Yeah, yeah remember, he's a kid. Yeah, he's yeah, 21 years old. yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a chamac, you know what I mean, and in, in a very in a very good position. And once we gave him that, he loved it. He was into it. You know, he was happy to take the photos, and it was great, easy peasy. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah, I wanted to ask right quick, Yuli Adi, throughout all these years of being in the game, man, what continues to like keep you motivated? I mean, photography at this point now, it's something I want to do because I love it, not yeah, because I'm getting yeah. paid for it. I feel like that's so, how you got so much consistency in the beginning because there is where the consistency came from because you wasn't just doing it just to do it. You was really... It wasn't a hustle yeah, for me. It's never been a hustle Yeah, you was really liking me. it. So there, yeah. there came the consistency that gave you a brand like that. That's the that difference with right me there. and a lot of people is that I never did it because it was a check. I'm at yeah. a point now and I've been at a point for a really long time where like if I don't want to shoot it, chances are I'm not going to turn on the job. I just I won't physically shoot it. I'll produce it. And I'll bring one of my guys in, and it's great because I break bread mm-hmm. with them, and you know it's a great opportunity for them, great opportunity for me. Clients happy, so they keep me in the loop. Yeah. Nice. But it's, I think it's just more so like ninety percent of the stuff that people really, really love is the stuff that I shoot because I want to, not because I'm getting paid to do it. Okay. So, and you see, my Instagram is really, really quiet. It's because ninety percent of the stuff I shoot now are for clients, and I have to wait for them to release it. Right. right you know right. what I mean? So it's like there's things that I said on by the time they post it, I forgot about it and I'm on to something else and <laughs> I never end up posting it. So it's like people are like, oh, are you? I get asked. Are you active? Yeah. Are yeah, you still yeah, shooting? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I actually shot yesterday. But, you know, so. <laughs> but, but I can't tell you about it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and uh, I remember you were you were working with LeBron James for a while, too. Right? Yeah, I worked with LeBron his last year in Miami and his first year back in Cleveland. 
Oh, how did that go? It was cool. Different experience. I'm not a, you know, most people don't know I'm not a sports fan at all. So it's like. Yeah, you look like you was playing basketball right now with Tyler Hero, too. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a sports fan at all. I really don't care about sports. I've never been into sports. I've always been a car guy. Yeah. So I think what was great is that when they brought me in, I would photograph him as a human being, not an athlete. Yeah. And 90, 90% of the world shoots him as a basketball player. Right. So, you know, I heard from one of his people, uh, one of the reasons he really liked uh, dealing with me or having me around is that I was the only person that never spoke basketball with him because yeah. I wouldn't know, you know, I wouldn't know what the fuck to talk about. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So that was like a real cool, you know, cool experience, different, you know, coming from cash money, right. you know, with them for six years to then go into this professional athlete that, you know, is clockwork. Discipline. It's, yeah. Discipline is a different animal. Yeah. You know, I went from I tell a story to a lot of people with cash money the first time I ever flew with them. They're like, hey, meet me at the airport at 7. I show up at 6.30 to be safe. They show up at 2 in the morning. Damn. I'm sitting there for seven hours waiting on them. Oh, shit. They don't go fuck about me. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. But I'm getting paid for the day, so I just got to shut the fuck up and get paid and chill, you know? Yeah. With with LeBron, it'd be different because he'd be like, he'll be at my house by 9. I'd show up at 8. You know, I'd show up at 8.55. He's already walking out of his house. Yeah. If I would have shown up at 9, I would have been late. Right. Right. And he'll tell me, hey, we're done at 2. At 1.45, I'd be like, yo, D, you're good. I'll holler at you later. So it was like clockwork. So I'd be able to book other stuff and like with, you know, with the cash money guys, it's like, okay, I'm here for the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, can't, you don't know <laughs> yeah. what, what's going to happen. With Braun, it was literally clockwork. Like, hey, this is from this time to this time and I'd be able to book other stuff and be able to do stuff. So it was a, it was almost like a, a reward for dealing with all the, yeah, yeah. All the headaches. All the, all it wasn't even headaches. It's just like the matter of like How, how did that peace. come about? How did, how did cash money come about? Uh, I was on set of Money to Blow doing behind the scenes for Universal. At this point, I had already graduated and I was shooting behind the scenes for the labels because sometimes they wouldn't send reps out and they just wanted pictures of like things. And um, I actually took some pictures of Bird and his daughter throwing money at the camera. And he's like, oh, let me check him out. So I showed him on the thing and then he's got my, when his nephew got my number, whatever. And he wanted to order a bunch of prints. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I sold him the prints or whatever. And, like, that was just, like, one transaction. Then a few months later, he hits me up. He's like, oh, can you come by? And I was like, all right. So I show up with, like, all my photo gear. I didn't know what to expect. And it happened to be, uh, it was the year that he gave Wayne a million-dollar watch. It was for his birthday. It was actually Wayne's birthday. I didn't know. They didn't tell me what it was. And then um, I was taking pictures of them, cutting the cake or whatever, and I was doing video. And that's when the DSLRs first came out, which are the cameras that look like cameras but do video that everybody has now. And uh, I did video of them. So whatever, he's going through all the pictures or whatever. They're all having a good time. They're, you know, toasting champagne and whatnot. We're at, um, at um, what's the studio in North Miami, the big one? The Hit. Circle House? No. Hit Factory. Hit Factory. Hit Factory. Yeah. We're at Hit Factory. And uh, whatever, we're doing that. And he's like, oh, can you do video too? I was like, yeah, I did video of you guys. He got real serious. He's like, what do you mean you did video of us? He's like, let me see the clip. So he went through every clip, start to finish to kind of see what I did. He looks up at me and he goes, you a sneaky motherfucker. <laughs> it's Birdman. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I don't know what to say. And he's like, he goes, you got a passport? I'm like, yeah. He goes, we're going to Europe next week for 10 days. What would you charge me to go? And I was like, uh, he goes, think about it. I'll holler at you tomorrow. And then because I took that leap and I did that video, he saw that I took the initiative. Nice. He's like, yo, this is my guy. And I went with them to Europe for 10 days. And then from then on, I rocked with them to 2015. That was in 09, and I rocked with them to 2015. That's awesome. And, and you know what, man? I've always had a, a lot of respect for you, too, because uh, you you never smoked. You never drank. Yeah. You never never did nothing. I was talking to Mike about that downstairs. Yeah. yeah but, but I know, you, I mean, in, in that circle of people, you must have been in the cloud of smoke I'm sure. all day. <laughs> At one time, it don't, there's only one time that I can say, like, I can pop, I can say probably we were in New Orleans for a turkey giveaway. 
And I literally had to get out of the bus because I couldn't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> and I get out of the bus and it looked like a Cheech and Chung thing because yeah, it's like the smoke yeah, like is just coming out. Yeah. And I get out, I close the door, and I come out coughing. And some dude outside like, yo, you, that's that good shit, huh? And I wasn't even, he thought I was smoking yeah, right, right. because it's just smoke coming out of my hoodie. It's just like smoke <laughs> everywhere. And then, I mean, I don't know if I felt funny or not. I don't remember, but it was just like, it was, I had to get out because I couldn't breathe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, if you don't remember, probably hits you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, you, I think, remember you doing some things for Sprite too, no? Well, no. So funny, uh, for uh, All-Star Week in New Orleans, I was out there with LeBron. I was out there that, that weekend too. That yeah, was, uh, I was out there with LeBron and Beats by Dre. And uh, it was Drake's party hosted by Sprite. And I don't know what happened between the teams or whatever, but there was no cameras allowed on the property. That was like the thing. Obviously, I'm walking in with LeBron, so, you know, they get different treatment. You know, they could do whatever they want. I walk in, I see Drake's people. It's all high fives and hugs. And, yo, how you been, D? Congrats on, you know, rocking with LeBron or whatever. And I'm like, yo, already three people have came to me that I can't shoot in here. Uh, one of says, like, yo, shoot whatever you want. We'll deal with it. I said, all right, cool, no problem. Literally the only camera there. Uh, I'm shooting a bunch of stuff. Long story short, uh, one of LeBron's managers hit me up. They're like, yo, Sprite's going to hit you up. They're going to ask you for the footage. And uh, it's cool. We we sign off on it. You can send them whatever they want. So I sent them a bunch of footage. They were like, oh, we're going to do something for social. Long story short, it became the LeBron Sprite commercial that aired aye, all aye, over aye, TV. Aye, aye, aye. And it's like I sold it to them on like a like a social media rate when it was published. Like it was like I don't know if it was international, but it was published on every channel during right. all the playoffs. I saw it like four or five times during the playoffs. Damn, they and it was like doke. <laughs> yeah, it was like bittersweet because like okay, I have a national campaign with my footage. I obviously didn't plan for it. It wasn't shot for that, but they used all my footage to create a national campaign for Sprite with LeBron. And it's like if you see the commercial, he goes up to it, and right before, right before he says, "What's up, Derek G?" They throw the sprite bottle in his face. Ay, ay, ay. So, so you, did you, you didn't get any credit for? That? I mean, I, you got paid for. I it, got but paid did you get for it. No, I didn't get. It's not like something that I can like, you know. Right. I'm right. a I'm a DP for that, I guess. You know. <laughs> but no, it's bittersweet. Yeah but, yeah, but that's still fire though. I, know, I, I put it on yeah, my shit. Like it's my work. So. In Miami, that's a DP. That. They call it Depinga. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, and um, I remember you did something with some shoes, too. You got some shoes. I said, Derek Gian, were they Adidas? No, some slides, though. Fila well, slides. Sli- ah, the Fila slides. That's what it was. I remember those, too. Yeah. yeah. So uh, my boy uh, Mel, he's out in Japan now. Shout out to Mel. He linked me up with a buddy of ours that uh, was working at Fila at the time. And they're like, hey, would you would you do a Fila? And I was like, yeah, but I'm from Miami. I don't want to do a sneaker. I want to do a slide. <laughs> They're like, oh, that's cool. Like, nobody ever says they want to do a slide. Like, I'm, you know, the guy's like, oh, perfect. Let's do it. And, uh. They basically have to, like, you know, everything has to get approved and, like, there has to be guidelines and all that. So I was like, I can use the F however I want. It's like, design it and I'll let you know. So I came up with F the rest with the Fila F. Yeah. And then on the, put, on the side, I put 305, basically, like, fuck the rest. It's all about Miami. So as a slide, you know. The cool thing is we only did a friends and family pack, so I think it was, like, a run of, like, 25. Oh, nice. So there's only 25 yeah. in the world that exist. Nice, so nice. that was... Yeah. that was. And you got, in your, in your collection, you got, like, five of them, so... Nah, I kept two. <laughs> okay. That was, I kept yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. There's only yeah. 20 out there in the world right now. <laughs> yeah. But I uh, kept two of them, yeah. Yeah, I remember uh, Derek had uh, lived in a badass warehouse that he converted into, like, oh, half an apartment. He had all his cars parked there and there, toys... Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a dope spot to be. Yeah, Kitchen, fucking, everything. Fucking COVID. Oh, uh, talking about that, you you had uh, 109 cats or something at that time. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, still no, got I the had, cats? I mean, I still got, when I left, I took, I think I took three of them with me. Three of the outside ones with me. One disappeared and two are still around. I re- you'd be in Derek's office just talking business and you're a big ass cat. 
Coming in and start rubbing his ass on your face. Yeah, that's lucky. That's my dog. He's still around. <laughs> yeah? yeah? That's, yeah, that's awesome. awesome, man. That's, that's the awesome. homie. As I found him ran over. No, oh, that's right. I think yeah, you told me that I story. found him hit by a car uh, in Hialeah. And I took him with me. That's why we named him Lucky, and he's still around. That's, that's awesome, yeah. man. That, that, that's real nine lives right yeah. there. Yeah. Hey, and uh, you, you say you're doing pop-ups with the vintage stuff. Where's uh, where where can people find the the next pop-up? Um, I mean, just follow on Lottery Vintage on Instagram, and we'll announce. Like I said, tomorrow. I mean, this, I'm not sure when oh, this will air. Um, but yeah, yeah, tomorrow I'll be at Um, and uh, December 15th I'll be at Um again. So in case this goes out before that. Yeah. Um, we'll be there December fifteenth as well uh, at Tacos and Tattoos on campus. So it just oh, really nice. depends. Yeah, it really yeah, depends. Yeah. You know what it is. So so there's the Tacos and Tattoos in the uh, UM yeah. campus. Oh shit! Shout what? out to Jay, man. Shout out yeah. to him. Well, absolutely, dog. Yeah. Jay, Jay, somebody you got to get on here, man. He's a real Miami dude, Kendall dude, like. Super hardcore Miami, you know, very yeah. business minded. I actually met him through you when you did your opening for the vintage store the, and, and the little window you had at the warehouse. Mm -hmm. He had this little food yeah, truck yeah. there. And what was funny is like, uh, you know, he runs a taco place, you know, very, very, you know, nice place. And he's like a vegan, I think. At least at that time he was. Yeah, he's, think, he's yeah. still vegan. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, we got into like vegan talk back then. Because uh, <laughs> I went through my, you know, dieting for fights. I've gone through all phases yeah. of diet. So we, we got into that talk. Yeah, Jay's a good dude. And he was one that he when he knew what he was. We had done a lot of stuff at his kind of location. And then when he was in the works, he's like, yo, I might get into UM. And I was like, bro, the day you get in there, I need to get through the door. I'm trying to get on campus. And, uh, yo, he kept his word. He kept his word, and he tried, and we tried to make something happen, and they were tripping on him. And then when they hit me up, they, I got good news. I got the green light. Let's run it. That's so, awesome. That's so awesome. he came man. through, man, you know. That's badass, dog. Hell yeah. D, dog, I got a question for you. Oh, we, let's we've go. Asked, you're, you're guest number 103. Next, uh, for 104, that, that would be two years that we've been on our show. We've been asking oh. this question. Okay. Uh, do you believe in aliens? thousand percent. Thousand percent. Man, that was us. quick. Right before yeah, you yeah. even finished this yeah, sentence, yeah. he knew yeah, it was coming. If you watch the show, you know yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I've, I've been blessed, bro. I've been. I got you guys always talk about the pyramids. I've been to the pyramids. Nice. And it's like you see them in person. And it's like how the fuck, right? How the fuck didn't you know? And funny shit is, I actually was the last person that day. It was it was crazy. I happened to be in Dubai, and when I was in Dubai, I'm like, man, I want to go to Egypt. I want to go check it out. I had like, I just wanted to go for a day or two. Just I wanted to go to the pyramids, and I wanted to go to the museum because they had like actual mummies that you could see there. Right. Uh, a sandstorm hits in Dubai, and I get stuck at the airport for six hours. I couldn't even go to my hotel. Like we were stuck in the airport, oh, so I couldn't even cancel my flight. They were just like, you have to wait it out. <laughs> so I said, fuck it, I'm gonna go. I did the whole thing through like the hotel where like the people pick you up from the from the airport and everything, just because yeah. you know. I'm going there by myself. I don't know nobody out there. So it was like person waiting at the airport with my name on the thing. I'm like, I'm going to do this shit to save. I'm going to pay the extra money. So Derek Jean Hebrew and shit. <laughs> to, to be safe. And then when I get to the guys like, hey, we understand you had like the museum and the pyramids booked. But because of your delay and my flight was coming, going back to Dubai the next morning, I was literally just going for one day. They're like, you'd only pick one or the other. It's like, go fuck that museum. That shit will come around eventually. I got to go see those pyramids. Yeah. And when I get to the hotel, I drop my stuff off. I like, think like I freshened up real quick, and then we went on. I had a car take me. It was really weird. We're driving, and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna go pick up your tour guide." That was already like suspect thing number two. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, what do you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, we go like in this giant roundabout, and the guy never stops, and the door just opens, and this guy just jumps in. <laughs> what? He jumps in, he goes, "Hey, Derek, how are you?" So I'm like, "What the fuck, this dude? I don't like. We don't no preparation. Like, oh, this is him. Yeah. Just jumps in the car. He's like, we're gonna go to the pyramids." Uh, but we're running super, super late. Just when I tell you to run, you run. I'm like, all right. Yo, 
We pull up to the pyramids. He gets out of the car. Goes, come on, Derek, run. And like I'm getting out, like grabbing my bag. He's like, no, run. Like it was literally like, as long as you pass, as long as you pass through the gate before the gate closes, they'll let you stay. No shit. So like, if you would have ran in front of me and the gate would have closed between us, even though oh he's with us, you're fucked. That's wild. Oh, so we pull in and we're literally the last ones in. We drove up, whatever. Um, We get to the top where everybody takes like the picture where it looks like they're pinching the pyramids or whatever. And he's like, look. You see the cops, there was cops coming up on camels. He's like, they're going to come in, they're going to kick us out. If you want to spend another 30 minutes here, jump on this camel here, and they'll take you around the pyramids where cars can't go, and at least you'll get another 30 minutes, you know, and we'll wait for you on the other end. Wow. Uh, I said, all right, cool, I'll take that. And I just walked in, there was literally nobody behind us. I was able to get a really dope photo uh, of the camels with the pyramids because there was nobody in the background, there was nobody there. And then we're walking with the dude, the dude that's walking me with the camel. The camel's very uncomfortable. Like, I ended up yeah. telling the guy, like, go stop, I'd rather walk. <laughs> He's like, yo, it's like a 30 minute walk. I was like, I'd rather walk, let me get off. Um, he's wearing a Sacramento Kings hat, but it's faded and burned from yeah. being in the desert. Yeah, yeah, one of his Goodwill hats and shit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm wearing this badass Miami Heat hat. He goes, I like your hat. Can I have it in the middle of the desert? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Him, no. <laughs> so I was like, look, I'll give you my hat, but you got to let me take a picture of you with the hat. He's like, all right, no problem. So he posed for me. I gave him the hat, posed for me. So I have this really dope photo of this Fire. dude holding a camel with the pyramids behind him wearing a Miami Heat hat. That's nice. So like, that was real cool. So like, That's awesome. So I got to see it all the way around, and to think that those things were built you know, by human Without machinery is insane. Insane. It's insane. insane. Did you I, feel I, anything? Is there any like any any frequency vibration it energy? Was just hot. It was hot. So. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it was hot. energy or the sun, yeah. but it was hot. Uh, there's actually a new show on on Netflix called Ancient Ar- Archaeology. Yeah, and they go. You seen it with Graham yeah, Hancock? Yeah. It's sick, dog. And and I, I just said that's just been irking me since I was a kid. I think about that shit left yeah. and right. Like how how the fuck was this possible? You know. Yeah. And in that um, show, they talk about all of that stuff. All of it. All of the weird shit. It, 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 they talk about it everything we did on earth that that fucking even shit that i even never even knew uh, heard about it's badass Damn, you joe, ever rogan, joe rogan has a lot of cool shit yeah, on his yeah, 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 yeah. he brings a lot of good people yeah, talking he, about, actually, like, he brought that guy graham hancock and they talked about all that shit and, and he knows how to ask great questions yeah, and everything yeah. Yeah. have you ever seen anything flying in the air and shit like that you travel the world d not that i could think of like Aye, crazy yeah 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 hey um what day is today what day is today Today is uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. It's know, Wednesday. That's because yeah. it's Wednesday, champ. Now, you know what? I've been dieting for the last three days, dog, and that, that shit always affects me. <laughs> <laughs> Get this man a snack. <laughs> hurry, I, I need, um, I, give I, me the Snickers I, right there. Give me the Snickers. I need something to eat. No, and I, and I was thinking about the fucking aliens, dog. <laughs> Damn, you know, you know. now that you said something to we eat. Need the, we need to bring one on the show. Now you said the aliens and something to eat. Now I'm thinking about the tacos, too, bro. Oh, like, damn. That's, fire. that's a good place to go, too. Yeah. There's not one around here right yeah. now? Yeah, right no, there on 104th. Yeah, right there on 104th. I was going to say was when we were in Italy together that we woke up super early one day. We went to that, that dope-ass cathedral yeah. in, uh, in Milan. Mm, with the picture. with the Yeah, yeah. Was, we took some dope-ass pictures and there was one where I was jumping rope, remember? <laughs> and, I, and I smacked a pigeon with a yeah. jump. Yeah. Yeah. We got that shit in slow mo. <laughs> yeah. I got yeah. it there. You know what? I'm posting that tomorrow. <laughs> That's uh, just crazy. Uh, Italy was dope. I appreciate you taking me out there, Absolutely. man. That was that was a dope experience. And then uh, the homie Days got to meet us out yeah. there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And me and Days got to go explore. I think we we did a Milan and Venice with you guys, That's and then right. me, and, me and Days dipped, and we did a Rome, Pompeii, That's the Amalfi right. Coast. That's right. You guys Damn. even found some girls out there and got some yeah, shots out there too. Yeah, we ended up shooting in Rome. We yeah. shot in Rome. I shot in Milan and in Rome. Yeah, I remember. You know? And uh, um, I remember, yeah, uh, because Days was on the show. Actually, we had, yeah, to, we had yeah, Days on. We, we've been, I've been talking to Days lately a lot. Um, but yeah, it was a badass trip, dog. It was a dope trip. Venice was dope. It was, yeah, it Venice was, is real dope. Dope, but it's. 
packed like Disney World, dog. Nah, I never been there. Yeah. Hey, Imagine that it's a whole. How was that? Insane. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it looks like a movie set. It doesn't look real. Yeah, damn, it does. It mm-hmm. does. It does. And, hey, I'm talking about packed like Disney World. Every Chinese tourist out there with cameras too. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody. Yeah, now nah, it was slam. <laughs> but dope, dope city. It was. It was very dope, uh, brother. Um, what advice would you have for uh, for a young Derek G out there, man? On, on the you know trying to come up. Um, I tell everybody passion over paycheck. You know, don't try to follow the money um, because it, it, you're never gonna find it. It's always yeah. gonna run from you. You gotta just do what you do. The money's gonna come at you when it's ready. That's yeah, true. Sure. So I just think it's one of those things where it's like if you consider it a hustle, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. You know what I mean? Like you're just doing it because you're trying to make money. You're never going to fall in love with nothing if it's just for the money. Right, right. So I just think, like, you know, that's just kind of general. But with the photography stuff, I mean, find your lane. Stop trying to copy other people's stuff. Stop trying to, you know, because what happens is if too many people are doing the same thing, clients are going to get tired of it. And they're just going to go look for something different. So you might as well work on something different and just wait your turn. It's hard to create new things nowadays, isn't it? Eh, not really. Because, I mean, Creation is in the eye of the beholder. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, at the end of the day... It's, that, that was a gem right there. Ooh, first, you know, it's in the eye of the beholder. It's, you do, you know, you do it. To me, at least, I can't obviously speak for others, but to me, it's like I do what feels right. You know what I mean? If I never worried about, you know, oh, this person's not going to like my technique or this person's not going to like, you know... Like, I tell people, I'm not a technical person at all. I wasn't educated in photography. This is just something I'm passionate about, and I learned it, and I did it. Like, I still to this day, like, I see all the video guys have Ronin's. Like I've never used one of those things. I've yeah. never had a gimbal. I've never. I had a. I had an iPhone one that we took to Italy right, I remember that, that I filmed you once running, yeah. and I, I never used that shit again. <laughs> you know, they oh, I'll take it to like make better videos, and it's just it's no menace. You know, it's not something natural to me. I I like the handheld look, and funny enough, I was talking to Juice about it earlier. Uh, you know, I would get hired for that style. People would like want that shaky look for certain things to feel real. Right. You know, people want everything to look like a music video. Now they're going to the bathroom and they want to do a slow motion shot walking yeah. into the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, then when you watch something that's cinematic, it does the same impact. It was like, I just saw something with a toilet earlier that looks right. the same. So yeah. you lose that. Like, you know, so I actually got booked for second camera for Pitt and Neo's uh, time of our lives. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So I yeah. got booked in for second camera for that. You know, the DP and the director were uh, Gail and Joel Abisi. They're like, Hey, you want to do second camera? And I'm like, hell yeah. So it's like they threw a camera on my shoulder and I got to jump in the crowd and like perspective of a person, yeah. you know, a real experience. And that's the shit that I love. But once again, it went back to that. I never, I never set out a goal to be a a camera guy for a music video. Right. But they were like, hey, it's a specific style. Hey, do you want to do it? So the money came to me. I got booked for that. That's awesome. You know what I mean? So it's, I just think you got, people are just in a hurry. You know, I've been doing this since 2006 professionally. It's almost 20 years later and I'm still here. But, you know, when I started, it wasn't a hustle. It was literally something that I like to do. And, you know, none of my friends were really doing it. And funny enough, I had a, an acquaintance now that told me we were friends back in the days. And he admitted to me once I when I messed up my shoulder, I ended up coming up on some money. And instead of putting hydraulics on my car, I actually went and bought my first camera, my first MacBook. And my friends, he told me years later after I came up, he's like, yo, you know, we used to make fun of you, that you fucked up and you could have, like, had your car done. But you went ahead and you did it and you changed the game. And, like, now we all work for somebody and you're over here traveling the world and doing that shit. So he owned up to it. That's awesome. And, you know, he should, he would let me know that, you know, that they were all proud. And, like, he's like, we don't tell you, but, you know, we're proud of you as your friends. So I thought that was real cool. But it's, like, I've never worried about, like, what the next man's doing. 
uh, I've never worried about following trends. I've always kind of just done my own thing, and it's always worked out for me. Yeah, you're a trendsetter, yeah, bro. Hell you're yeah. A trendsetter. I appreciate that. Well, you know what's funny? That you, you know what's funny now is people call me an OG, and that feels weird. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, you're an OG. And I was like, am I? And it's like, well, I guess 20 years in the game, and you know. Yeah. Heavy you know, in the game, so it's it's uh, it's 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 an honor, but it's weird. I like it's hard for me to take that in. Did I? Uh, didn't you shoot Pitt when we did the Welcome to Miami video too? Was I like, was on set, and I'm actually in the video. Funny enough, was that O three or something? I don't even remember. I tried. Somebody asked me the day, and I couldn't remember. I found the video online. You found it on YouTube, but I can't remember when we shot it. I remember being on set very vividly, but I don't. The first thing I think I ever shot of Pitt was I Chico because I provided the car. I provided the seventy five that he's driving through yeah, the video, yeah. and I took a photo that I actually printed for the SoundCloud thing. And that was the first time I think I ever photographed Pitt, like, on set. I had met with him. I had dealt with him in the past. And that's how I got on set for Welcome to Miami. But it professionally shot him uh, was that. I think the first picture I ever took with him was me and him at the strip club, Angels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. used to yeah, be my yeah, yeah, back yeah, in the days. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, on my 18th birthday, funny enough. And oh, I was, shit. Yeah. Damn. Talk about birthdays, man. What's up with Scorpio Bash? We, we, Bro, we, we, I'm, so, yeah, I'm scheduled classic. to do it. I'll be my 40th birthday next year. Right, so right. it's scheduled to, to come up. I was at the last one. Yeah. Well, well, it was 35th. Well, it was 35th, my 35th yeah. so. I was at the last one dressed like fucking Rocky. Cause like, yeah. like, <laughs> it was an 80s theme. Yeah. It was an 80s Narcos party. That's right. That's right. That's right. You had bundles of money and fake dope. Yeah. 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 People, awesome. people would be looking forward to Scorpio Bash, Yo, bro. Sick. Yeah. Sick, dog. Sick. It was the only time I would actually party. The only time I would actually do a party. I mean, I would do like promotions and stuff like that for events, but like it was like an actual party party. So it's like I tell people, like, Yo, I never asked you to come party. The one night I'm asking you to just come through. Yeah. And it was good. It was always good. So, so is next year Scorpio Bash? It's supposed to be. Exclusive right there. That's a don't blink exclusive. I'm going home and making a calendar, dog. Hey, my brother Derek, man, it's it's amazing to have you on, man. Thank you, bro. Yeah, I appreciate man. it. Uh, we appreciate you. Thank you for everything you've done for me, man, personally, and and just what you've done in the industry itself, bro. You're Thank you you, bro. you are an OG, as weird as it sounds. That's really weird. <laughs> pioneer, weird. pioneer too. Wait, what was more weird when they call you OG when they call you dad? <laughs> he doesn't call. He doesn't talk yet. So. So. <laughs> That'll be the next weird one, bro. Yeah. But uh, yeah, congratulations on all your success, yeah, my yeah, brother. Appreciate everything. It's been amazing to to you know be be a small part of it, you know, and and uh-huh. have traveled the world with you and well, and be, be and be on the other side of that camera lens with you, dog. I know, man. I appreciate it. And obviously, like I tell everybody, whether I rock with you or not, everybody you know has a, a reason and a season, like they say. Absolutely. And you know the things worked out the way they worked out for us, and you know it's been great. And like I was even talking to Jen and Mike downstairs about. Seeing how you've grown and how, you know, things have changed for you and even you with your hustle. As long as I've yeah. seen you guys and with Carcan and yeah, Cito and like, Cito, you know, the yeah. homies and like seeing you guys grow with this stuff and run with it. And I remember when you guys first started and I was like, oh, I'm going to watch. I'm going to sit back here and watch it. And I would, I would text you every now and yeah, then yeah. like, yo, keep yeah. going, keep going, keep going. And see that you guys are over 100 episodes now. So like super happy for you guys. Thank, Thank you so you much, man. Oh, yeah, over 100 uh, episodes consistent, dog. We haven't missed one Tuesday in uh, 102 now. You'll be yeah. on three. Yeah, but so let, people, let people understand that consistency is key. Consistency is key. And that was the first thing that we said in our first meeting when we sat down before we ever put out an episode was like, if we, if it's not going to be consistent, if people can't count on you to be there on the time you say you're going to be there every time, then it's not worth it. Count on you is the biggest part. I've had people that don't fuck with me. So one thing about Derek, at least he always comes through. He says what he's going to do. That's right. Like he does what he says he's going to do. Most people say shit and they don't come through. Even if you don't fuck with me, like, it's like, yeah, I can't. You, you got to give credit where credit is doing consistency and coming through is what it is. If people Absolutely. can count on you, you're in the game. You might not even fuck with a person and know that. Well, at least he's going to come through. Like, you'll deal with them and whatnot. And right. at least that could be business. That could be relationship, whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? But that's, that's, a, that's a big part on, like, just making sure you, you're there for those that need you. That's you true. know what I mean? 
Hey, well, let's hit it up PSD. I need a commercial, some underwear too. <laughs> <laughs> My brother, amazing having you on. Nothing Thank but blessings yes. and success to you, dog. And, and, you know, we want you back on Don't Blink soon, dog. Let me know, I'm here. All right, yeah. my brother. Love. Thank you for watching Don't Blink Podcast. Meet the kid. Wow. Derek G, the OG in the building, hey. baby. Don't blink, mofos. Wow. <laughs> cool, man. Appreciate it. Of course, dog. Appreciate you, my brother. You know, I think me and Two Nights got something great going on. We got some great guests coming up. It's going to be dope. We got some dope people that, that already you know signed up to do it with us, which is great. A lot of people show us love, and uh, it's because we love them back for sure.